Okay, so we started this podcast as a way to make life in Toronto easier. That's why it's called 1% Toronto. Like, we, for context, like, we're both in our early 20s, mid-20s, mid-20s. Mid-20s. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting old. We're getting old, uh, mid-20s. But uh, we, we both went to school in Toronto. And, uh, I mean, I can't speak for you, Matt, but I, I like the city. And it's... it's- it's been challenging sometimes. So like, I think like when I reached out to Matt about this podcast, it was a way to make, or just like uh, trying to create like a podcast or like an audio resource to really just make life in Toronto easier. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, like a resource where everyone can use to make their life easier living in Toronto. Uh, just little tips and tricks here and there too, as well. Yeah. And then um, I think we're going to start off with personal finance because like we both really like money. And then, like, as we finish personal finance, we'll go on to, like, other topics, like, uh, hold up, um, the political side of Toronto. So, like, just knowing um, the important issues or, like, where you can identify or really get involved. And then just, I guess, afterwards, alcohol. Toronto's a pretty good bar scene. I don't know. It's just, like, everything about Toronto, anything that can make Toronto easier and that we can talk about, this podcast will have it. Yeah, including that one there. <laughs> That's why there's question marks on Call of Duty, you know? It's like, I, I don't know about that one yet. They're not ready for the Five Guys idea, you know? Oh, like, oh, so, so, like, for context right now, we have, like, a spreadsheet that says notes in front of us. And episode 7. <laughs> and Henry got plenty of those. He, he's a veteran in, uh, in the dating scene. Okay, but like back to personal finance. Matt, walk them through. Walk them through why personal finance is so important. Hey, right. uh, so personal finance. We just want to share some saving tips mainly, and like how to spend, budgeting, how all those concepts are really important when uh, living on a certain amount of income because you don't want to be spending money that you don't have. Right, you want to be managing all your money. Where you, how much you're saving, what's going to rent, um, just not spending too much and going to debt because that's where where you go you go broke. <laughs> oh yeah, and then like on top of that, Toronto's like a really expensive. It's an expensive city. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're a listener and you've been like in Toronto for a while, you know like Toronto's fucking. It's pretty expensive. And then if you're new to Toronto, like the prices will add like and you aren't aware of how much how expensive it is, your expenses add up really quickly. So just like knowing where how to manage your money goes a long way. I, mean, I think Toronto is one of the most expensive cities to live in. Yeah, we should like probably or put like Canada, a, right? Yeah, we should probably put like a fact in somewhere here. Like just like like there has to be like a like objective way to like measure um how expensive the city is. And we should probably put like that index here somewhere. So like people can kind of gauge between like Toronto versus other global cities. Mm-hmm. Cause like, dude, fuck! I paid like I think three bucks for a coffee the other day, or four bucks. Like, okay. Um, so like for personal finance, um, we could cover everything we know about personal finance and like the tips and tricks that we learned in one episode, but we actually decided to split it out because like there's just so much content, and then I personally don't like listen to podcasts that are like over an hour. <laughs> so like the this first episode here, we're gonna really talk about budgeting. Um, just. Really, what is budgeting? Why you should care about budgeting? How mm-hmm. to budget? Common expenses, debt, 
And like our goal is for you listeners, like just to have like a main takeaway at the end here. Just if after this like thirty to forty five minutes, just if you have one main takeaway, just really know how budgeting works when it comes to personal finance, and then specifically around Toronto itself. Mm-hmm. And also start budgeting if you haven't already. Oh That's... yeah, we're gonna include like a list of resources or like personal tools that we use, and like probably the description. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do we have here? We have what is budget? Okay, so like the first one, they're like, what is budgeting? It's like, uh, honestly, dude, I think like the first thing that like when people say budgeting, like the first thing they think of is saving money or not spending money and just like mm-hmm. being that like really frugal, cheap person. <laughs> okay, I'm guilty of that. But like, it, I feel like that's a common misconception of what budgeting really is because like if you think about like why, like, the motive behind why you're saving and not spending money it's really about like trying to set a goal and tracking yourself against them right mm-hmm. and then like that whole process of like discovering like what your short-term goals are or your long-term goals are and dictating like what you need to save like that's really what budgeting is it's about setting goals and just sticking yeah. to them because because eventually you do want to save up for for like a house in the future when you retire go on trips whatever and if you're not budgeting and you're spending every every dollar you earn, you will never reshuffle. And then like you're just gonna be sad when all your friends are on vacations and you're like taking out a lot of credit card debt to pay for that flight ticket. It's <laughs> <laughs> alright, cause uh, Henry, you'll 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 pay for my plane ticket, right? <laughs> Yo, dude, I'd sleep for dinner last night. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> it's a, it's uh, a rough life here. But yeah, it's just knowing where your money is going uh, really helps with with planning in general. Because um, you don't want to be spending too much on on food and not have enough for for your rents, right? You don't want to be living living off stakes every day and have no no house to live in. <laughs> and on top of that, if you're kind of budgeting and setting goals, you will like you can still budget like in your um, I guess, like, in your budgeting goals to have, like, hey, I want to eat out, like, X amount mm-hmm. per month or something, right? Like, that's totally doable. Yeah. We're not saying don't do it. We're saying just, like, know or, like, just plan ahead and, like, know where your money is going towards versus just spending and not tracking it, spending and not tracking it, and then, like, be in the hole for, like, or spending more than what you expected for that month and just digging yourself into that, like, hole that we were talking about before. Well... The very first step would be taking a look at how much income you have every month, whether it be from your job, from little side projects, from uh, investments, um, and just see how much money you're working with. And from there, you want to be, I I usually look at my basic needs, so like food, um, shelter, so that would go go for rent uh, or or mortgage if if you own a house. Um, I would also plan for for some leisure activities, whether that be that could be going out with uh with your friends, with your significant other, or just treating yourself, right? So a lot of little things like that also add up, which you okay, have yeah. to account for. Yeah, I agree. I think like that's like in terms of like how you should start budgeting. Like if you really want to like get into like budgeting and like how you should budget, I agree with Matt. Like first thing to do always just check what your income is. Like you can't really budget if like you're you don't have money to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean that's different. That's a whole different podcast episode about like debt and like homelessness. Um mm-hmm. but really just like understanding where your income is coming from and like 
being realistic about it too as well, right? Like, yeah, you can make like 70K a year, but that's pre-tax. Like really just go into your bank account and just see how much you're paying you every like two weeks or something. I just know like that is your income and that's what you're getting. Um, and then like in terms of what uh, expenses, yeah, I like that's exactly what I do. I take a look at my shelter, uh, like how much I need to pay for the rent, how much I need to pay for utilities and the, how much I typically spend on food. Um, to kind of add on to this though, like there's one thing you should do for budgeting is that you should budget realistically and not budget like, um, I guess like arbitrarily almost because um, you can throw like a random number, say like, hey, I want to spend 400 bucks on food a month or something, or I'll only spend 300 bucks on food a month. But like, that's not, that's not really realistic, right? Like if, if I were to ask like um, a friend, hey, how much you spend on, how much should I spend for food a month? And like if their lifestyle is like radically different than mine, it's not really like a good comparison, right? So like if when yeah. you're trying to budget and figure out like what you should be spending on rent, for food or like rather like what you want to do to treat yourself based on our lifestyle you sh it should be based on your own lifestyle and not like just you guess guessing how much you're going to spend really mm -hmm. just yeah really just like find out like find concrete proof or like just a find like patterns of your spending and really work that into like what you should be expecting for expenses yeah i think in terms of figuring out your expenses you can look at previous previous receipts that you have for a previous month so you can see how much your groceries were for the past month, where they went grocery shopping like three or four times. Just add them all up, and that would that would be a good estimate of how much your groceries would be, for example. Um, yeah, and just not overestimate everything either, because if you overestimate, your 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 numbers will be really off as well. <laughs> Dude, I, got, I got like a crazy story about that man like I, I one time i overestimated like how much i would have to like spend on like furniture and uh yo i added up real fucking quick so yeah definitely like be realistic about it like i can't mm -hmm. afford a three thousand dollar sofa i should definitely just get the cheaper one from ikea you know oh, to, be, to be fair furniture is very expensive <laughs> I don't know, man. That coffee table is forty bucks. Okay, wait. We're, we're rambling. We're rambling. <laughs> okay, so like that's how we would budget. And then like um, for anyone, um, but like just like general concrete tips. Just again, uh, figure out your income. Go into your bank account. Pull up the history of your trans of like the transaction history of your checking account. And then like that should and just do it like month to month for like the past three months or something. Because like that's just so like every line item that like where your money is going towards, right? And then yeah. if you're to like kind of categorize all of that into like little groups for every line item, then like boom, you kind of already have an idea. If anything, I think we're gonna link like the we're gonna include like a spreadsheet you can use too. So like just like dates and then like common um, categories that you should be aware of, or like you kind of do as a drop in, and then hopefully that'll help you guys out as well. And then I mean, do you want to talk about like common expenses that most people aren't aware of that they should be budgeting for? Uh. Or like just like expenses that kind of sneak up on you, that like you should always kind of have like a thing in the budget for just in case, because like these things mm -hmm. like they will like it's kind of like one of those things that like you can you can kind of budget that like assuming that might happen in the month, and like it's good to kind of have that safety net there even if you don't mm -hmm. use it. Like I, I think both of us have like an emergency cash reserve. I want to say. Uh, mm -hmm, yeah. So every every month we would 
throw a little bit of our income into that because you never know when you might need a, a sudden influx of cash in terms of uh, in terms of spending uh whether that be a medical reason or god forbid an act a car accident or something you need to fix in your house you'll need the extra cash on hand to to handle those situations so putting aside i would say a Five to ten k is a yeah. good starting point. Yeah, that's um, fair. In, in in terms of emergency fund, right? Yeah, obviously we're not saying like budget like immediately ten to five k, mm -hmm. uh, five to ten k out, but like we're saying like um for your monthly budget include kind of like hey I want to put three hundred bucks or five hundred bucks towards that five to ten k emergency fund there. Yeah, slowly might... build up to it, right? Because yeah. everything you're not gonna earn your lifetime income within the first first two months. You gotta slowly build up to it, right? Yeah, so like, I think like so far for budgeting, what we have is like what we're trying to say is um, income minus expenses equals savings, right? Yeah, savings. And then those expenses you can kind of tailor between like your immediate needs, like rent and food, and then mm -hmm. some secondary needs and stuff that you can kind of put more towards that like remainder of that equation there into the savings. But, and then that kind of gra gradually goes into like the idea of like an emergency fund and just like your long-term goals as well. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, one thing I did want to talk about is uh, transportation in the city, uh, especially in Toronto. Um, if like, honestly, I love the TDC. Like, dude, people fucking give the TDC a lot of fucking shit. Oh, oh wait, we shouldn't swear. Wait, wait, okay. T people give a lot of crap about the TDC, how it's always late and how it sucks. I mean, obviously before all the, this pandemic happened, right? Mm -hmm. But like, dude, I can tell you firsthand, like, our the transit system Toronto is like it's fucking, and no, it's amazing. It's like you can get like from the east end of the city to the west end of the city within like an hour, and there's all the buses and trains are integrated into like they all have like this tech, and it's, there's like all these free apps out there that kind of tell you, um, I guess when the next arrival is. It'll give like a really good approximation, like how long it takes. Mm -hmm. And like on top of that, the transit system is like it's fairly clean. Like I've it's been not in New too York. bad. Yeah, like it's, it's not bad. Like I've, I've been in New York, and like dude, my hands transit system is like gross. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's really gross. Like I can't say enough about things about the TDC. And then like how this relates to personal finance and budgeting is like what I was going to say is uh, Toronto offers a metro pass, so like you can kind of use uh you can pay like instead of paying every time like. Four, was it like three, four dollars every time you uh, you go into TC as an adult or something? Um, if you're if you're kind of going to be using it to TC multiple times a day and even on the weekends, you should definitely look into getting a, like a Metro Pass. It's basically like you pay um, I think one hundred and fifty six or one hundred fifty seven dollars as of right now, as of this year, twenty twenty, and you can use the TC Unlimited like. For free, or not? Sorry, you could use not for free, but you could use the TDC unlimited amount of time. So if like you're using the TDC a lot, whether to get around for your job or just like in general to explore the city, I think it's a good investment to look into because like you might be kind of breaking that uh, 160 that you would have spent if you just went mm -hmm. to Metro Pass there and just save the difference. I think you would really have to do the math and figure out how often you use it. Because personally, I didn't. It wasn't worth it for me to get it uh, when I was going to school because. Uh, TTC just wasn't as accessible to me from my area in Markham. 
<laughs> no, I, I feel it. If you're, uh, uh, yeah, no, Matt's right. Like, if you're not using a TSC, like, rampantly, like, mm-hmm. just really, like, just do the math. Like, if you're saying, like, okay, wait, we could probably do it right here. What, what are we saying? Like, you have to ride it 40, like, 40 times, so assuming it's, like, three, four bucks. Yeah, like, assume it's, let's just assume it's, like, four bucks, right? Yeah, you're right. right. It's like 40 times. So if you're using a TSC more than 40 times uh, a month, then like just get a Metro Pass. You'll save the money there. Mm-hmm. And then like other tips we're going to use to kind of reduce your expenses for budgeting. I mean, that's for transportation. For groceries, I mean, I personally shop at like No Frills and Chinatown shops, but I don't know if that's uh, that's something we could recommend to listeners. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's. Yeah, I guess so, right? Okay, well, like, okay, well, we can we can go through like the expensive chains that you should you should kind of avoid if you're if you're trying to get your groceries down or you're trying mm-hmm. to get your grocery bill down, and then like uh, the budget stores and stuff. So like for the expensive stuff, I feel like I personally feel like you could kind of avoid is like Loblaws and um, what's that? What's that one? The green one? Um, Amazon bought it. What's that called? Fuck. Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. Like avoid <laughs> and there's one more Toronto, uh, Pusateries. Avoid those three. Like oh. they, they are so expensive. Like it's 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 insane. Mm-hmm. They're like the premium stuff. So like if you're trying to when you're going through your budgets and you're kind of saying, "Whoa, I already spent this much on groceries," and you want to get down, definitely don't look at those places to shop. Granted, they might have some really good deals sometimes, but like in general, like prepare to pay a bit more there. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Y- Generally, you would be pay- paying a premium for better quality products at-, at those stores. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, the stuff that I personally, I'm a pretty, like, cheap person. I'll come out in a minute and say it. And, like, I shop at uh, Fruit Basics a lot, um, No Frills. And then, like, um, if you're really confident, I-, I can't say enough good things about, like, Chinatown supermarkets personally. Um, they, do, they do this thing where, like, they throw, like, the stuff that's going to be expired all into, like, one giant, like, plastic bag. And they put it underneath the counter and they mark that with like one to two bucks. So you can get like, what is it? I think I bought like 10 sweet potatoes the other day for like two bucks. Like, really? Yeah, like it's a, it's, it's a good one. Just, but like also just keep in mind like what Matt said, like if you're paying more, the quality is going to be better. So just prepare to like pay, like not have amazing quality when you're shopping at like the lower end supermarkets. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like it's not going to be good quality, but like definitely lower than Loblaws and uh, Whole Foods there. And then for the medium chains, hold up. Let me open up. Let me open up the the old Flip app. <laughs> Metro. I think Metro is the king of like medium, medium quality, medium pricing. Isn't I thought Metro is more was similar to No Frills? No, I don't. I don't know that. Like Metro, I always found Metro stuff pretty good. Like their meats, like I always found them like mm-hmm. decent quality. Well, I, I never had any problem with the uh, no frills either. I, I buy whenever I I get groceries and cook. Uh, I usually get stuff from uh, no frills because mm-hmm. it's just down the street from me. What What's your opinion on Costco? Um, like, what you re- what you re- recommend our like average Toronto listener to use Costco as a resource for groceries? If you have access to a uh, membership, yeah. Personally, I don't. My parents do. Um, but I hear quality's good and stuff is fair. The price fairly for the uh, amount of food you get, because every I, I want to say Costco's more of a whole 
sale place. Would you agree? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, if you're if you're planning to like buy enough groceries for the month and kind of take advantage of like a price break or like a, the price that you would get buying a lot of things at once, then like Costco is a good answer. Mm-hmm. And then, like, again, it's priced fair. It's not. It's definitely not priced cheap. And like, no, affordable. no, of course not. No, but it's priced fairly for what you're getting. And then again, if you have an access to like a friend who has a membership, definitely like ask them, hey, like, do you want to go have these on stuff? <laughs> Oh, here's another tip too. If you do not have a membership and you know someone who has a membership, you can ask them to get you a gift card. You don't need oh, a membership to use a gift card. That's your, so you yeah. can just pay them back whatever whatever um whatever the gift card is worth, right? Yeah, that's huge. I didn't that's that's actually huge. And then like in terms of uh and like also you don't have to use Costco for like groceries as well, right? Like common household supplies. I, I yeah. always go to Costco for it. Like stuff mm-hmm. that you know you keep using, you might as well get more of anyway, right? Like for example, um, oh sorry, with no expiration date on that stuff. So for me, I always get like a ton of toilet paper at once. Um, a lot cleaning of cleaning supplies. Oh yeah, can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about groceries, transportation, utilities. I mean, I assume if you're listening, you're probably already like paying for some sort of utilities, whether you're helping your parents out or like, you're just living by yourself um most places here they split it hydro and uh what's the other one hydro and electricity it's pretty fair um if anything use it after seven i can't find the exact rates if i went to hydro hold up maybe i can pull it up here hydro discount rates because like there's a set schedule where like you pay a premium if you use it at like these times and then if you use it after a certain time then like it's cheaper so we're gonna pull it out right now for you just in case you weren't aware of it holy shit they put like a clock here that's annoying okay i think i got it okay so like they have three sections right now i'm on the hydro1.com the official website i'm i'm just gonna read this up for you guys so like on weekdays it looks like um anything so there's three sections there's off peak mid peak and on peak so obviously, like if you're, why is this all the same right now? Oh, because oh, all... of COVID. Yeah, it's because of COVID. Okay, but like Every... I think I think like normally, like I think these normally it's... apply too. Yeah. I think usually but... the uh, the mid peak and on peak are are pricier. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna put in Discord so Matt has that on his end too. Uh, yeah, like... I looked it up too. Is uh, on my end, so I'm looking. Yeah, at... so like from midnight to seven, it looks like midnight to seven a.m. That's like the off peak. And then from after, basically from 7 to 7, it's off-peak. So if you're trying to bring down utilities a bit, only wash your, only run the laundry from 7 to 7, only do anything, anything you really use utilities for, go from 7 to 7. And then like the peak hours are from, it looks like 11 to 5. So if you're trying to bring down utility bills, just really make sure you use a dishwasher from 7 to 7 then. I mean, I used to do this with my roommate. Like we had like a, rule where it's just like hey if you need to do your laundry do it after seven if you're gonna meal prep for the week do it after seven and like we brought i mean it makes a difference right we brought the bill down by like 20 30 bucks that month it was it was amazing Mm -hmm. and then um if you're renting usually like the landlord might give you a deal on uh all inclusive like you pay like a bit more a month and like they'll they'll (laughs) they'll do all inclusive (laughs) for you so if you can kind of find one of those like nicer setups and like you're golden, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's for utilities. So we covered we covered the main ones. Oh, the last one is leisure. Oh, dude, 
leisure. Or actually, medical. No, we should probably cover medical first, right? Because like, um, this this one I think is a tricky tricky one to budget for in terms of expenses. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, like, dude, like we. I think it really like, depends yeah. if you're if you have insurance with your employer, because that because that can make a big difference in terms of a uh, medical medical uh, expenses. If you need s- certain uh, medication. I know insurance covers a lot of it, um, but it really it will really depend on ev- like everyone's individual uh, uh, insurance plan as well, right? If if they do have insurance, how much they cover every month? Yeah. So like for background, um, Ontario, uh, like Canada has like universal health care, or like that's uh, what the a lot of taxes go towards. And like Ontario, if you have like an Ontario health card, you basically see like a doctor for free. Like yeah. what Matt's talked about in terms of like paying out your own pocket would be like for the, uh, for all the prescription stuff, right? Because like certain yeah. patients aren't covered under OHIP, which uh, they adds up. Like I think my mom paid like a hundred bucks or something for like ear drops recently, which was nuts to me. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> but uh, I, I think so- America is even more expensive. No. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! hundred percent. Like I'll be dead if I was in America by now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ooh. But yeah, so like, um, check. Uh, so like, check if with your employer if they're providing health benefits. Um, if they if they have health benefits, chances are they cover like a certain allowance per year for medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, for me, I think uh, my company covers like eight hundred or something like that. And like, that's honestly, I don't think I'll ever go over eight hundred dollars worth of medication a year. So I think, uh, but like, really, just check. And that, but then like, if you don't have, um. If you're if you're not with an employer that has like that kind of health benefit there, then like in terms of your medical expenses, or like how you should be budgeting for medical expenses on like your month to month budget, is like check. I guess like how often you're gonna consume that medication and then what that cost is there, and make sure you budget for that. And if anything, put like a percentage kicker there, right? Just in case you never know. But like I feel like this like medical expenses depending on your situation in Toronto really will vary on what you should expect to spend. Last leisure, dude. You want like oof, leisure? Oof. I don't know, man. I don't spend much money on leisure, so <laughs> I don't, I don't no? know. I'm, I'm the most qualified person to talk about uh, how to budget for leisure expenses. There. Uh, well, personally, for I, I am dating. Uh, I'm dating someone, so we I, we do tend to go out for food. Uh, we nice. go out for date night once in a while. So in in general, I set I I I set like a almost like a spending limit per per month. I would say, and like per let's say I go go on a date once every two weeks with my with my girlfriend. I would want to spend only fifty bucks per per date. <laughs> Dude, I want to date you. Fuck. <laughs> these these are just numbers, okay? Okay. So I'm just you. you know you, you can you can budget. Wait, wait, fifty bucks a month or fifty bucks every time? Every month. Uh, every month. No, no, no. Every time. So like, I have to go on a date a twice, time. twice a month. So like a hundred bucks, like give or take. Oh my god. Because like you, you know when you're going on a date, you don't know what you're. Ne- really gonna do all the time. It could be going for food, going for a movie, going. Going, I, I, just 
anything, right? Whatever, whatever you guys plan for. Uh, but you know, the good thing is, if you do budget a hundred bucks, let's say, and you do stay under, then it's a good thing. You have extra cash on hand. You put it in towards your saving afterwards. Yeah, I think like that concept is good. Like if like, um... like that's like my maximum, right? Oh, Unless man, it's dude. like a like a fancy fancy occasion for for like an anniversary or or birthday or something. Then you might splurge a little more per than a, a little more than fifty bucks. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I think that's a that's a fair estimate though, because like honestly, you like uh, what an average meal in Toronto, like on a lower end restaurant, it's gonna be like per person probably like fifteen to twenty bucks already, right? Mm-hmm. So then like, I feel like fifty bucks like for two people, that's that's fair. And then like even if you're not going for food, if you're going for like entertainment or something, like general admission to a movie is on a Saturday is probably it's like what right now? Like, Prices have gone up so much over the years, huh? Like yeah, I think fifteen like, bucks for a ticket for a regular movie. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Cineplex admission. Mm. I'm pretty sure if you get any like 3D or IMAX, that's pushing twenty bucks. Yeah, dude, you're you're right. Look, I'm on I'm on general right now. <laughs> for fourteen to sixty four, that's twenty bucks tax included. Oh my, that's per person. So if you're going out with your significant other, you're going mm. out yourself. Like a movie on a Saturday night, it's gonna cost you twenty bucks already. So. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I feel that's a good. So, like, depending on like where you're going, like, where how many times you plan on going out per month and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was assume every time you go out, like a limit, of, uh, not a limit, but like have an idea, like fifty bucks I spend would be like a good, like a good amount to have in your head. So, if you're going like four times a month, two hundred bucks would be your kind of your starting point here. Uh, I mean, like, are there any? Oh, one that like one thing that I think that covers under this like leisure category that like i would want to talk about is like spending money on alcohol because if you go to bars and stuff it's like i first like it, it adds up really quickly i personally go to like i used to go to like maybe a bar like three times a month four times a month like once a week kind of thing and like drinks are expensive like the uh, honestly i think like nine bucks a pint or something would be like what you really expect to spend and like that really adds up you're having like a couple of drinks a night right yeah and then like if you're buying like even alcohol from the lcpo um it's a bit cheaper but if you're like again really just uh based on a lifestyle really hammer that home because like even if you're buying alcohol from the lcpo it is cheaper than like going out but it will add up very quickly like just getting like a six pack from the LCBL is gonna be like fifteen bucks already. So under leisure, if you're if you're like a alcohol fan, definitely like uh factor that into your monthly budgeting there. What do you think are like other leisure expenses that could pop up that we haven't covered? Dating. I don't know, dude. I think like for me it's it's always just been going out in alcohol. Oh, Maybe concert I mean, tickets? Yeah, that could be that could be part of leisure. Yeah, but like I mean, I, I guess, like, again, depends, like, I mean, we can just say how it much it really depends person to person, right? Yeah, and but, like, I can't imagine someone spending less than, like, say, 70 bucks for a ticket. Like, if you're going to the ACC, like, on a popular um, artist, you're going to pay, like, 100 bucks for sure. Yeah, 100, 100 bucks for, for, like, the worst t- seats, too. <laughs> yeah, no <those> <laughs> I think my coworker paid, like, uh, a bill, like, a bill, like, what, 110 for, like, nosebleeds to see the weekend. Like back, Ooh. like a couple weekends ago, actually. Like, cause like I think the weekend was supposed to be their, 
um, two weeks ago or something at the ACC. Oh, was he? I think so, yeah. And like nosebleeds were like a hundred bucks or like a hundred plus. So I can't imagine like if you're trying to get like uh, closer to a stage and stuff, how much that's mm. gonna be. I think those are pushing like a couple hundred a grand. So yeah, like concerts is a big one. I would like I would be prepared to spend like a min of a hundred bucks there. Uh, concerts. I mean, like rave tickets are probably around the same too. No. Um, festivals are pricey. Are generally like hundred fifty, two hundred. If if you're just going to like a rave for like a for one night, it really ranges from like. 50 to 100 bucks depending on who's who's playing as well so like, do you agree that like 100 bucks is kind of like a good i guess like a good budget tolerance there i think so yeah okay mm-hmm. and then i guess like tips and tricks to save on leisure expenses here <laughs> don't go out oh. <laughs> <laughs> stay at home and be a no no like i'm uh i'm advocating for a social life like i feel like um I'll, don't get me wrong, like, I'm a pretty big introvert myself, but, like, I feel like you def- should definitely have, like, if you can afford it, definitely put some money into, like, a leisure spend a month. It kind of, it's great for mental health, and, like, it just feels good to try something new and, like, do things that, like, you, that are normally, like, inaccessible to you. Like, I can never sing that well, so I'm never gonna, like, serenade myself at night, but if I went to a John Mirror concert, I could get that experience. I think um, it's good to treat yourself once in a while. Oh, yeah, 100%. In general, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to burn yourself out on, on just making money and not spending any of it. <laughs> my life for like what? That was my life for a while, dude. It was rough. Uh... <laughs> okay, so how 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 would you recommend to save money on leisures? Yo, dude, this is episode seven right here. Cheap date ideas. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Should we just go on about cheap date ideas? It's gonna, well, is this gonna be like a dating podcast? Now? It could. It could. It could segue into that one way to save money. You don't necessarily have to go out to have fun you can do it yourself at home and, and uh, still have fun, yeah, fun. That's a good one. yeah do it do it yourself at home kind of like steal all the good ideas from like if you were to go out and like if mm-hmm. you can't do it yourself do it yourself at home i think that's a great tip um paint night's a good one to do um home cooking yeah trying out recipe together Mm-hmm. Buying the, even buying like ingredients will still be honestly cheaper than uh going out to a, like a restaurant Obviously, it's not gonna taste as well, but I feel like cooking is like cooking hey, together. Hey, fun. hey, speak for yourself. My my cooking is fantastic. Dog, you do. Scrambled eggs. Hey, have you tried the? Have you tried making them yet? Uh, not really. In the morning, like I just fucking fry my eggs, man, like a normal person. I don't scramble Dude, my shit. You should try it. It is life changing. You know what? Next time, like I was on beside me, I will, I will try my best to make those scrambled eggs. Okay, buddy, just for you. <laughs> Probably won't be for a while because quarantine. But you know, men's are struggling out here. Um, leisure spending money on, yeah, okay. I think, I think that's a great tip. Do it yourself at home. You can kind of, like, whether it's going out to restaurants and just like, or trying to recreate data ideas at home, you could probably save a decent chunk like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like anything you save, like Matt said. It could go towards like savings. Oh wait, I think like that should be the next part we kind of segue into. Is like what happens when you don't go through your budget? So say like I I took all the advice from this amazing podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I pulled all my transaction history for the past three months, categorized all all that, got what I think my spend per lifestyle looks like. 
I value my income and then like I have like hey I have all my goals set like I know I want to travel to here I know I want to do this within five years I have this whole thing planned out already but for the first month I just didn't I just didn't spend what I thought I was going to and I have some excess money like what should I do with that excess money I, I feel that's gonna pop up right mm-hmm. you're not gonna be spending every dollar you make every month right so you the important thing is, if you have money left over, don't go out looking for things to buy. Because that's, that's a horrible that's mindset. Right? Uh, I would say if you hit your target, uh, don't spend any more. If you don't hit your target and you have leftover, try to save it. Unless there is something that you really want to do and it sparks a lot, a lot of joy. <laughs> Does that spark <laughs> that's, one, that's one of the <laughs> principles I, I live with. If it sparks a lot of joy, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm sure everyone has know, guilty pleasures here and there to, to splurge on, right? If it sparks a lot of joy and it makes you happy, I'd say do it as long as you're not breaking a bank for it. Yeah, and then, like, um, what's it called? I think, that's, I think that's a good idea. Like, just don't, don't spend it just because you have it. Mm-hmm. Spend it if you know you can enjoy it. And then, like... Keep in mind, like if you put it into your savings, like that, you're not losing that money, right? You can always go back into your savings and pull it out if you really need to. Yeah. So just like don't like like what Matt said, just don't go out looking for things to buy. Like if you don't hit your target, great. If anything, you don't hit your target, that just means you have more money to work with in the future. And that's always a that's a great thing to have. Oh wait, there's one more debt when it comes to budgeting. Ooh, that's a that's a heavy one because like everyone's gonna have debt, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like medi- like short term debt, like credit card debt. Or like longer term debt, and then like how should like someone in Toronto budget for like working around debt in their budget? I think that's a critical piece. We should probably, we should like talk about here. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, like like you mentioned, everyone has debt to some degree, credit cards, whatever. Like a lot of people, a lot a lot of people our age would maybe a little bit younger would have would have student loans, right? And you would have to pay that off every month if you don't interest is gonna kill you month after month it's just gonna keep building up um you just want to budget i would say budget for your debt first no i think that i think that's valid because um we're gonna talk about like investments and spending and savings in later episodes Mm -hmm. um but like in general just like paying down debt is never really a bad idea Mm -hmm. because chances because think about this the way like someone taught me about how I should think of debt is like as you pay it, it goes down and that expenses in turn will go down as you pay it down. So like for dollar to dollar spend, if you think about it that way, if I spend a dollar on debt, then chances are it's actually a value of like a dollar thirteen or something, right? Or like dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. So like always paying like finding a way to pay down your debt in your budget is a great idea. Um Common debt that I feel like a lot of people underestimate is one student loans. So if you're not paying it back, okay, no one's chasing after you for it, but it's, the interest was still growing on that, like the loan yeah. amount that you borrowed, right? So like paying down debt, I feel like it's never a bad thing. Um, obviously, if you're drowning in debt, that's a totally different story. Um, and I feel like we're not really qualified. People talk about like if you're like 50k in debt, you're going bankrupt. I feel like at that point, just consult like a bankruptcy expert. Or someone that can really help you like go through this like line by line, interest rate by interest rate. But like, in general, in terms of like your budgeting, definitely pay down your debt. 
dollar for dollar, it's going to be worth more in the long run for sure. Interest really builds up after oh, after man. month after month. Interest, <laughs> uh, yeah. Being able to pay your debt also builds your credit score too, which is very helpful in the in the future when you're applying for um, car loans or or uh, mortgages. Because depending on how credit score credit score is, banks have the uh, have the right to refuse you if your credit score is too low if you're not paying your debt because they want someone who who's able to pay them on a on a regular basis so they're not losing money either right because in the end they're a business they're not they're not a charity that's how it is playing they're making money off of you right um in terms of like i guess like importance of like expenses so like income minus expenses equals savings for expensive and like hierarchy of importance is always gonna be like what shelter and food first right yeah Shelter and food. Right. Make sure like you're taken care of. Yeah. So general living expenses, rent, shelter. Uh, sorry, shelter and food. And then you want to tackle your debt. So like um like student loans, credit cards, and then afterwards, then you kind of go into words like what we we're talking about. Then um, leisure spending, emergency funds, stuff like that. What What would you say like the main takeaway for this episode should be? Uh, being able to budget and and know why why it's so important in terms of um financial planning for your for your future 